Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 71st episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora Two Hearts. She's in Arun in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's a Philodox and has found his purpose with the Garu. He's known as Guards the Low, Child of Gaia. Hello, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen. He's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, called Speaks with Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Last time, after performing some menial tasks to help Mark get out from under the thumb of a spirit requesting a tribute, Kyle had noticed that Howling King's eyes had begun to change, his manner of speech change, and put together that something was wrong, and believes that Carson, the Silver Fang that you had left with on the Sept of the Winter Fang raid, has now taken possession of your old friend. You'd gathered to talk about it as Zeb brought up things using his vision of the underworld. Speaking with Regender, you have been given the option to leave to speak to Thurges at other Karens, specifically Steel Mountain, the Five Mirrors, or the Unified Heart. You now have time to choose which Karen you are going to go to, and then and then talk about a time period of when you are going to meet up at that Karen, as Zeb and Mark plan to try and pursue this through the spirit world. Regender didn't give us a time frame, did he? He did not. How, how long do you need to investigate? When will you meet us well, at whichever sept we go to? I'd imagine that depends on what Zeb's eye can pick up on, because we're chasing a very ghostly figure. There's a spirit type I intend to find in the Umbra that is kin to Owl, a death spirit of Gaia that I hope can maybe give us some answers to guide us on our way. And hopefully whatever information we can have, we can bring to you as soon as we get it. Again, there could be quite a demand on Mark and I, should there be a request in payment of, of some kind of the spirit, as is the way. Given the nature of the Umbra and possibly an investigation in the Umbra, a hard time would be difficult to give, but we could definitely try. What do you say, Zeb? Maybe five days, maybe? Those are my thoughts. Yes, five days I think would work. That's that. That's a good time frame. Um, that gives us enough time to uh, figure out. My other concern is if we're going to take um, moon bridges to other sets, getting back, we're going to need some sort of payment for them. So we could try and earn some, some fetishes or... We could earn some talents somewhere. Is this acceptable, Kyle? Sure. I mean, will your investigation take you far from this sept? Or will you pass back through to get to wherever we're going? If it should, I have gifts that can move Mark and myself to wherever we need to be in time. So we can go for days straight running if we have to to get back to you. And through the Umbra, we should, that should not be too difficult. Okay, then... What is the face of Luna right now, actually? It would be a full... It's a full moon right now, or a waning Gibius, I'm sorry. So, 
The moon, the moon paths are bright and vibrant and overall well protected. Perfect. So Big. then, let's let's choose two places, two seps. The first, we'll stay at for five days, and if you do not make it to us in that time, we will go to the second, so that we aren't. If this ends up taking two weeks, for instance, a contingency. Yeah. Okay. That. That sounds good. That gives us that gives us some time, uh, less pressure to try to rush things. Zeb, what do you think? No, I think that works. The the actual thing that I was thinking about for two hearts and guards the lows consideration is how long do we think we can keep this a secret? From our sept or generally? Uh, well, you tell me. I for, from your sept. How long do you think you need to keep this from getting out? We aren't to tell anyone in the sept anything about what we're doing then discretion so, would be key and we would need time for that so i say we still stick with the plan five days for the first sept but a second sept for a contingency and should anything happen we could probably find a way to send you a message that just says we'll be delayed certainly so yeah we can then we can send a message back should we find our answer at the first of course uh, so I suppose now the question is, which steps do we choose? I'm not familiar with, um, or very familiar with the surges in the other sept, so I'm not going to be of any help here. <laughs> I'm familiar with some in the Unified Hearts. You may have luck in five mirrors, but current Master of Rights probably just uh, currently busy taking over the new role and all. That's true, but... There's a silver fang there that we can talk to, probably better than any other. What we're dealing with isn't the kind of thing I would bring up to, well, anyone except a Thurge, except for, uh, I think he'd be more likely to answer our questions as your mentor and my dad. Definitely. I would say try your luck. Chances are good. I could feel it. So, Unified Heart and Five Mirrors? Yep. So which one first? Uh, unified Heart, then? Or which one are you going to do first, I should ask? We could do five mirrors first, guys, since um, I might have some more matters out in the Unified Hearts area, along with Zeb, correct? Of course, brother. I'll go with you. Perfect. So, five mirrors first. Beware of those Korax, Roy. They might be inclined to try to steal a secret or more from you on your journey. Your warning is duly noted. Keep your eyes in the clouds. A little smirk will appear on Mark's face as he kind of taps his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, Mark. I'm not shit for brains. You sure? Give him a little nudge on the shoulder. Yeah, but definitely shit for humor. You got me there. Yeah. Well, it's certainly tough to separate the packs again, but it is the way. We'll, we'll see each other again soon. Well. Safe journey, friends. Mm -hmm. Guy's <laughs> blessings. And so you part ways. Mark, Zeb, you watch your companions go off, and now you must prepare. We'll need to get some distance away from this place, Mark. It's a ritual in secret that we intend to perform. We'll also need some ash, maybe of something freshly dead or burned away here, here in the forest or here nearby. Bowl of water and, and some time. Focus ourselves as we as we perform this summoning. Mm, okay. Try to look in the physical world, Keegan, for like 
like like fresh undergrowth and something that's been like maybe burned away or damaged to try to see if I can find it. Now, I can always create it. Like that isn't I know mm -hmm. that isn't a big deal, but something that's kind of naturally occurred. So you know that there's a so you know that there's a large burn scar actually on the Karen. Perhaps create a bowl from uh, some old wood or bark and some uh, twine from grass and whatnot. I think that's a great idea. Could I get I could finally a... roll for crafting? Yes, <laughs> this would be dexterity crafts. Difficulty five, please. Perfect. Oh! Joke's on you, Keegan. He does Holy it. Holy shit. All right, so you try, but you're just not finding any of the materials, hmm. Mark. So you're going through, you're trying, just nothing. The wood's too rotted, or it's been beetle killed, and so there's too many holes. And so you spend most of the day trying to do this, and the day is lost. To you. Mm. you may now make the roll again, but now it is diff seven because you are feeling frustrated. Okay. Um, so what I will do it. Oh, I can't use a willpower in this situation, can I? I can't. You can. Oh, okay. I will use a willpower for an auto success, at least All right. one. Alright, sounds and, good. Uh, so four successes. Hey. So you find the perfect piece of wood, one that is closer to what you had in mind to begin with after some searching. So it only takes about two hours to carve as it is still the early morning, about 10 a.m. As you finish the construction of your bowl, it is well-crafted and you were even able to carve in a few ornate patterns and Garu glyphs into it to personalize it. Hmm. Nicely done. Oh, thank you, Zeb. This will be perfect for the ritual. Very well. I have the ashes from the burn scar and some water here to place in your bowl. And we can be about this. Come then. Let us find Recluse. And so you travel off. Where would you guys like to go? Since I'm really thinking, just be out of character, because I just recently got, I went on a hiking trip on my days off uh, behind on the old stage road. Like, maybe somewhere, like, in BML land out there. Or, yeah, the, the Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. Okay. So it's, like, far enough from prying eyes, so on and so forth. All right. So the, okay, the player's thought is we want to look for something that's been that's been scarred and damaged. Um, now, again, the, the manifestation of the scar might be too close to the cairn in the umbra but maybe something similar a little bit wilder but again I, I guess i don't know colorado springs that well is this like a very well maintained area or is this just kind of like a wild ass area outside of colorado springs that we're gonna we can go to um so if just you keep outside going... on old on old stage road if you take the road long enough you eventually end up in unincorporated territory and it is it's considered blm but you're not going to see any signs for no camping, no fires, no nothing. It's legit wilderness territory. So yeah, if you right. basically from the Karen, if you head just due west, you would be ending yeah. up in like real heavy wooded area. Okay. Definitely. Okay. We'll, we'll do that, Keegan. All right. Journey that way. And that is what you do as you get past. You, you are able to even stay in the burn scar. Okay, great. As you finally have time to sit down. Your hiking takes, oh, given everything, probably five, six hours. It's getting to be late in the afternoon. Okay, cool. 
I have, I have time since the merit, so I'll keep this in mind as we're, we're moving. All right, let's choose this place here. Mark, if you feel rested, we'll, we'll spend some time in reflection. I recognize this might not be something that you normally think on, but now as we sit here, we'll kind of contemplate, if you will, the aspect of death for Gaia, for a spirit dies and, and something there still of Gaia Yet that that aspect remains uncorrupted by the worm, un, unstructured by Weaver, um, not dead in the sense of Duat in the underworld and a place where no life can go, but instead just this this very aspect, the truest form of death, is here what we think about. And so we'll sprinkle this ash across this water, and our very breath here, this small sphere of life will be what we what we focus within as we reflect on that part and summon forth this aspect of owl. Mm. Okay. I'll do as you say for he's your totem. And we'll probably spend um I mean I guess depending on like, mechanics wise, not to not to break the coolness of drama, um I I figured we would spend a few hours on this. And depending okay. on the difficulty now according to the rules is, you know, for every hour you lower the difficulty by by one, it can never be yep. lower than five. Um, but we would really kind of sit here for a while knowing that it might be something fairly substantial that we're summoning um from you know research Zeb has done or occult knowledge since he's never really seen one, he's only heard the stories about it. So we'll we'll probably spend four hours here, okay. Um, just kind of centering and calming ourselves and, and and taking this in here as he as he you know they they'll breathe together, and and sprinkle the ash out. Mm -hmm. All right, you do that as you meditate for about four hours. As your meditation on the on death, its necessity, how death has changed since the wall between spirit and physical formed. And you sprinkle the ashes and blow. The sun strikes the horizon. And the sky ignites in brilliant bloody crimson. As you make your roll. Difficulty five, please. Okay. Three. Nice. As the sun continues to set, the shadows grow long around you. There's a rustle in the in the trees about you. The grasses from the burn scar shiver and move back. It's almost as if night comes early, as you see threads of fog starting to reach out from behind the broken trees, rushing through caressing the cracks and the broken bark as they move through and shiver as you see this fog scentless and almost opaque towards its center drift towards you it speaks in a dry voice why have you called to me child and kin kin of owl child of gaia we call to you now as we are faced we are faced with an unknown a death that walks among us of duat and not of gaia and we believe it was pulled here it is beyond our understanding and those that would fear death and not understand it would call it the worm but instead we believe there is more and we are ignorant of this 
and require you, our friend, to come close and sit with us to learn what is right and correct. As it moves closer, it passes over you both as you get this smell of death. But more so than that, it's not just rot. It's nothing. Rot, nothing, earth, churning. A coldness passes through you like none you've ever felt before as it moves about and starts to circle above the ornate wooden bowl and it, its voice echoes about you, speaking slowly, decisively, with a strange sort of melancholy. Then I ask, what do you bargain for what information I may have? Zeb will first, he'll like, he'll take, I'll, I'll blow a gnosis, like kind of through the ash, Keegan, over the water. Okay. Um, just to let him, let, let him pull it, or it rather, not they, whatever, to let this essence pull it from him, but I'll, he'll, he'll exhale it out. As you breathe it out, it draws it in. You are generous, Master Garu. What is it you wish to learn, please? Speak plainly. There is a dead Guru among us that has not returned to Gaia and instead gone to Dewat. It walks among us now as a perfect wolf, and it is able somehow to reach into the spirit of its living kin. It happens here now, and it moves among us unseen by any theurge, unseen by those that know of Gaia, only through... The revelations of Father Owl was I able to see it pass among us and what it's done. But it, it's, its formation is unknown to me. We do not know how this has happened, but somehow it has. And we believe it was willfully done. I have only seen three Garu who walk Duat has things of spirit, but not spirit. Those who crossed over the second veil. Are you so certain it is not simply an ancestor spirit lost in the lands of death? I do not know the mechanics of those spirits, for as owls brood, the only ancestors I've ever been able to speak to were those of yours, child of owl. And that was many, many turnings of the world. My instinct tells me not an ancestor, only because of what I've seen, and it manipulating and possessing its kin. Perhaps it is powerful, and perhaps this might be something we seek out too, but for the moment that I looked upon it and I sensed it, this did not seem to be the way. But you say this has happened before, and only three other times was it a ritual that did this? Not a ritual. I have only seen it simply because of my wanderings there in the lands of Duat. Once upon a dusty shore, when a lion attacked a whippoorwill and tore out its green heart. Another, when a child of owl refused to pass into the natural cycle so that it could wander the lands of Duat and perhaps give information to their kin, breaking the curse of 
the curse of Set, so that it could offer guidance from beyond the second veil. But what you say plays to something else I've seen. I would bargain with you now to learn this wisdom that I would carry you with me as I finally answer to this question and perform that which you would require to know how this happened. I can tell you some basics that I have seen and all I will ask is for a story of bravery, of life, and of joy. For something deeper, I will need you to be draw you to draw me into your lungs, so that for one lunar month I may experience life through you, and you to hear my whispers for trying to experience these feelings of life. He wants both or one or the other, should I want more? And I'm taking it, it's, it, it, if, you, if I want more, do more? Yeah, so he can give you some okay. basic stuff, and then if you want more after this first bit, you'll have to do more. Uh, do you think there's any way that Mark could help you right now? Maybe he could uh, share some of the burden in garnishing the information? You could tell part of the story. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. yeah, he'll he'll look to Mark, uh, and well, first... Well, Mark, a story, yes, you would agree. Indeed. You and I have definitely been around this great world of Gaia. We have seen many things. We can definitely I think we can maybe story. even talk of our first journey together. That would be perfect. For your second, and for my own desire to understand that which is so feared, revolted, cursed, discarded, I would draw you into me for this time and carry you with me gladly as a friend, as a comrade, as a kin of Al, so I would not be alone, but with family of mine. The journey would be an honor, and we will tell you our story. Then the story first. Do you care to start, Mark? Of course. So Mark, as he's rising up to uh, stand up before the uh, spirit to begin telling the story, he grabs some ash and he rubs, and, uh, rubs himself and he... He starts telling the story. I met Speaks with Sweet Whispers on my trial for gaining renown amongst the nation. Now, I was, I'm still young, but to be on this with somebody else was great. It was nice to know that I wasn't alone in the trial. But we first started off in a place called Lake Superior. It was in a land close to mine, to my sept, actually. A great totem that protects my cairn. But he was in pain. He felt a disturbance within his being. And he tasked Speaks with Sweet Whispers and I with discovering and rooting out the cause of this pain within the Great Lake Superior. And so we set off and we encountered many spiritual things and I'll look at uh, Zeb and kind of wave wave my hand at him it's here that we discovered that it wasn't anything wormish but more human that was causing the problem isn't that right until we dug deeper indeed so we discovered 
that there was a baneling. It was a baneling, right? It, it was a bane. It was a bane. It was a, it was a bane. That had tormented the spirits of men dead in that lake, un, unsurfaced due to its cold and darkness. Enslaving them in eternal torment to work the boat that would never, that would never float again. So, you ask for a story of bravery. This isn't a so story necessarily of speaks with sweet whispers and I. It's more of the bravery of a ghost boy that we helped free. With his help, we were able to free the other human spirits. Without him coming to us and without him running from us, he showed that he can help and be brave. So with that and the humans free and the Bane losing the source of his power, we defeated him and through the help of that spirit boy and the bravery of all those human ghosts, we were able to defeat the Bane and root out the evil that was tormenting Lake Superior. Thank you for the story. And so, I will speak about one thing that is unnatural. It's stirring strange spirits, making the Dark Umbra difficult to see and understand. So, for something blazes with such vibrance, it burns away light and leaves shadow in a way that I fear. As it turns to you, and you have asked me to look further into this thing, and so I will. As the spirit seems to form kind of this strange, wavering pillar of fog and gloom, I see a room of buzzing lights that shine above like the sun. The place is small, yet houses many corpses, shattered dreams, rotting morals. Just behind the pleasant desk lies a room drabbed in icons of wellness, of health and kindness. Inside the monster dwells. He... He sees me! He gazes into me and he smiles! He lets me leave. Or he does not fear me. Of what I represent. He knows death. And welcomes it. His companionship is poison fruit to draw me in and twist me into the worst of death. He knows, yet he does not fear you. He knows that I speak to you now as I gaze upon him. All things must die, even the sanctity of death. Breathe me in, Strider. And let me know that he sees me no more. Come with me, kin. Take shelter within. And Zeb will breathe the spirit in. So you take a deep breath. Mark, you see this mist going up Zeb's nostrils and mouth going down into him. And you see a brief glow within his chest before it diminishes away. Mark will thrust his arms in the air and give him a good shake 
and let loose a spiritual cry. I assume I assume Zeb will join once uh, once he kind of calms down for a second and gets used to this very strange feeling. Whatever leftover water that we have, we haven't used, Mark will kind of dump out the bowl and put like a fresh bowl of water in there and give it to Zeb. Here, drink. Yeah, we'll give it a drink, Keegan. We'll share it. Mm -hmm. We'll share a bowl of water. It's cool, it's cool. yet pleasant. No, I'm a little more troubled than I was before, Mark. Let me know Let what me you, know might, what desire, you might desire, Ken. And your and name, your name should you care to share it with me. This sounds a lot like the place that you were being held or something similar. I am mists of the forgotten, and I desire that you might experience the fullness of light so I may experience it. Buzzing lights, the land of a thousand dead, behind the desk of happiness. Most certainly describes the hell that I had to go through. That's the first thing that came to my mind too. Certainly no good comes from that place. And to be drawn back there again. And then, like, visions of Appleton kind of smugly looking at Mark. Kind of overcomes his visions. And you know what? Yeah, he gets a little bit angry. He's at 10 rage. He gets he gets angry. So let's roll, roll for it. for frenzy, yeah? Yeah, so let's roll it. Diff 5. <laughs> oh, man, you have, like, the, the, the weakest member of the party to try to hold you back to. Oh, shit. That's why you gotta just run. <laughs> yeah. That's a frenzy, unless you spend willpower. I will not spend frenzy. I will not frenzy, and I will spend willpower. That's what I meant. Blech. Okay, I will <laughs> not spend willpower. Get fucked, Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the only the other thing I'll ask mechanically, Keegan, is I was I would I would probably roll like to roll enigmas at some point if that's applicable. I mean, otherwise, I kind of get. I mean, I definitely get the gist. The description is clearly clearly understood but kind of just figuring out where to go next because I have a couple okay. ideas, but maybe that skill roll would help. Um, sure. Would that be int... Int enigmas. Int enigmas? Uh, yep. yep. And what would the difficulty be, sir? Eight. Oh. No. So uh, we'll get back to you guys in a sec. Jump back almost two days ago as you guys launch from the Sept of the Sacred Stone to the Sept of the Five Mirrors. As you enter the Karen, as you see several of the Garu somewhat surprised, but, you know, that is how it is, as you are greeted by the Elder in this case, as stands with the river goes, Fomori's Bane, uh, the Infernal Alphas, correct? Correct. correct. Where's Mark? He's taken the long way. He's got, or rather, the short way through the Umbra. I see. Talking to spirits. So kind of the long way. Uh, very well. What, what can I help you with? Coral, move out of the way and like motion to Kyle. Kyle will step forward. We were hoping to speak to your thurges. You may have to spend a little bit of time waiting if you are looking for our master of right. Unfortunately, uh. As it, as it stands, at least, Calming Horn is out in the city, and he'll be back in a few days, only three or so. But if that's acceptable with you, of course. Yes, there's a. And we also have a Strider who's come into the Sept recently. He may have news tomorrow. He was going to speak with us. 
we would be happy to hear that news as well. And we'd also be happy to help around the Sept while we wait. Oh, we would love that. I would gladly give you each a worm scale uh, if you took up guardian duty for till Calming Horn returned. Sure. Perfect. As you guys start doing stuff around the Karen, things like that, it there's a lot of kin here and not a lot of Garu, as this place is reeling to try and keep itself going. You have a bump in with the Silent Strider. His name is Greg Strikes with Silence. He's a tall African-American man who has a rather large backpack, and to his side he has a combat knife that seems to be coated in silver. After three days of waiting, Calminghorn returns. Oh, friends, uh, it's been some time, as he smiles and gives a slight bow. Well, I didn't know you were back, helping defend the Karen, which is greatly appreciated. It is our pleasure. Um, we actually came to speak with you. Oh, excellent. Um, I wish to have some food first, if you wish to join me in my cabin. That sounds lovely. Sure. As he leads you over, as he pulls out some some basic foods and starts to eat. Oh, um, what can I help you with, friends? Well, we've come with a, a confusing problem, I suppose. There is not a spirit. It's it's almost like an ancestor spirit, but but not that uh, that is of Garu that has not passed on, and in fact is able to influence its kin. Hmm. I've heard of such legends. There are many of mad ancestors who craved, who died in the service of Gaia, helped defend her for many generations, and simply went mad, their craving for life and their ambitions unfulfilled, forcing themselves into the minds of their descendants to try and accomplish great things. Are you sure it is not an ancestor spirit that you speak of? Our thurges were fairly convinced that it was not. <laughs> it, it is worth noting that they were not powerful enough to be an ancestor spirit before they passed. Were they not? Okay. Well, no one knows how an ancestor spirit is created, and there are ancestor spirits of varying ranks. Oh, I... my apologies then. I thought they had to be, well, legendary. Oh, no, goodness, no. Most ancestor spirits are Adrian or higher, but there have been known to be ancestor spirits of Fostern or even Cleoth, especially ancestors of fallen Karens, who died defending their homes and had seen the troubles of the worm so that they may teach the next generation how to defend themselves, not to fall to the same, I suppose, fate. Then I suppose the next question is how we would stop this spirit. <sighs> now that I'm not entirely sure of, ancestor spirits follow strange rules. Some may be summoned, but they are usually strong enough to wear, especially if the ancestor spirit came from a powerful Garu, they are able to deny the summonings if they choose, unless a large group was somehow able to entice them to it. The other one that I have heard of is tracking them to their tribal homelands. And if we were to accomplish this, 
and were unable to convince this potentially maddened ancestor to stop, is our only recourse the death of that ancestor spirit? Sometimes that is the only recourse. Other legends, there are many legends that say other things could happen or other avenues that could be taken. I have heard the story of the mad ancestor of a shadow lord that was taken to Everest, cast into the silver rivers, and it was purified and its madness no longer there. I've heard the tale of a silver fang who took their ancestor to the realms of flux, cast them into the great void and tempest, and caused that ancestor spirit to warp and change, becoming something new entirely, a new kind of wildling, no longer a true ancestor spirit, and thus served a new purpose, its madness given away to serve one of the triad rather than to be a thorn in the guru's side. Interesting. Now, you said that no one's no one really knows how they're formed. That is correct. But are there tribes with, I don't know, perhaps legends about Garu choosing to become ancestor spirits working towards it? I'm sure some do. I'm sure the Shadow Lords and the Silver Fangs have such legends. I know that Silent Striders have quite a bit on ancestral lore. Many of them become dedicate their lives to becoming scholars of ancestor spirits in an attempt to reconnect with their own. Perhaps more people to ask, then. Perhaps. Uh, we do have a strider in this Karen. He was going to speak to us. He is a Athro, so he may know quite a bit, even though he is our rune. We will try and speak with him before he leaves, then. Good, he'll probably be trying to leave tonight, so I would recommend that you try and get a hold of him as quickly as possible. So we will. Thank you for your time, Calminghorn. Of course. And so what would you guys like to do now? I suppose we should speak with Strike with... Ah, Strikes with Silence. All right. Does someone else want to take point? So now we have to go find Strikes with Silence. You find him. He's on the edge of the island, gazing out at the Great Lake, taking in kind of deep breaths and placing his hands in the water and washing them and feeling the chill of the air upon him as if he's just absorbing everything in the autumn air. Do you guys think we should give him a minute to just finish whatever ritual he looks like he's doing? Yeah, we should probably wait for him to finish the ritual. Yeah, that's that's what I'm... We don't want to disturb him. So, yeah, we'll go off a, a little ways um, just so that he has, you know time to finish whatever he's doing and when it looks like he's about done I guess we can approach him alright he's noticed that he's kind of done he takes a deep breath smiles to himself pleasantly and turns around to walk back to the Karen strikes with silence right? Uh, yes uh, you're Cora Two Hearts right? I am my pack and the uh, Infernal Alphas are here we have some questions and we're hoping that you can answer them. We were we were told about a couple of legends um, about Garu trying to become ancestor spirits. Do you know of any legends where that was successful? I've heard tale long ago that some of the Fianna have a great right 
that they perform on the greatest heroes. The spirit of the hero reaches the tribal homeland to become an ancestor spirit while the body stitches itself up. The body remains preserved and is placed in a grave. When the day of the apocalypse happens, the ancestor spirit is ripped from the homeland, repossesses its body, and they come to fight in the final days. Wow. Well, if you have just a little bit longer, would you mind if we asked you a few more questions? Certainly. In those legends that um, any of them that you've heard, have you ever heard of anywhere an ancestor spirit was anchored by anything and, you know, forced their own will upon their kin? I did hear that once. It wasn't from Fianna, though. It was a normal ancestor spirit. It was of a Geta Fenris, actually, who fell in love with a Bonar kin. The, the Get, they say, was of strong breeding and could trace their lineage back to the tribal founder, according to their legends. This angered one of their ancestors and in a madness took the, the mind of the Get and forced them to rend apart their lover so that the line would remain pure. Tracks for Geta Fenris. In that legend, did anyone try to stop them? No, I don't believe they did, though other mad ancestors I've heard tale of many going to tribal homelands in the Umbra in an attempt to quiet the spirit or heal their mind and their essence. But I must admit I am no expert on ancestor spirits myself. I am an Arun and thus a warrior by trade. Yeah, we were told, but we we were also told that you wander a little bit, so we thought you might have come across something. I've heard many tales. It is the way of my tribe to hear these tales and to pass them on. We're not as gifted as Fianna in storytelling among all their auspices, for, for certain. But we do listen, and we do carry news. It is our way. But, ah, well, you might get better information if you leave this Karen uh, right away, actually, if you so choose. How so? My tribe has its tribal moot in Colorado National Monument in a few days. Uh, I yeah, was going one to leave our... and head for there. Oh, fantastic. One of the Infernal Alphas was planning on going. It's only in a few days. It's uh, the 23rd of September that it will begin. We'll have to remind him of the date. You might be. We, you're right. We would probably get a lot of information from them. There are many thurges. I know of one uh, young Fostern named Endless Journey. He was mentored by Reed's the Past before her death, but a few months ago. Though I doubt he is as well versed in the legends as Reed's the Past. I'm fairly certain that he would be able to give you at least more information about them. Fantastic. If we see you there, would you introduce us? Certainly. Fantastic. I'm sure he would enjoy the conversation, especially ones who are interested for information from him. The Metis rarely get prestige of those seeking them. Quite. Well, we do appreciate your time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been very helpful. Ah, uh, yes, but information, my dear, for information. Have a seat. I wish to hear news from your Karen in the ways of things you've seen. It is information that I can bring to my people and Karens abroad. We are already fragmented. It is best that we continue to share information among ourselves so that the entire nation remains informed. How long have you been here? I've been here about five days. Five days. Right, so from Mike Karen, we recently actually just created a moon bridge to five mirrors to here. And what Karen so, is that? Mm, or the Sept of the Sacred Stone. Ah, Sacred Stone. I've heard of you. The one putting out the call for additional Garu to help. Mm. That will make my journey easier then. I can take a moon bridge rather than rely on gifts to carry my legs swiftly. Yes, that'll be a much quicker journey. No, excellent. I've heard many tales of your Karen. They fare well? Generally, there's, as in all Karens, there are some trials, but they're being sorted. How does the worm fester? Ah, well, we are currently tracking vampires in our city. We also... Unfortunately, one of our moon bridges was destroyed because the connecting Karen fell. A a wormish stag appeared when we opened the bridge and we had to to battle it and figure out what was going on with that. It was unfortunate. The fall of a Karen is always unfortunate. Indeed. It was uh, the winter fang that fell, and we had to rehome our our friend here, and she'll nod her head over towards Dimitri. I'm sorry for your loss, friend. It's terrible loss, but I am finding a a new place to call home. Good. Home for us is typically the road, and it is good that you have found a new place to call it, though the pain of losing a home I doubt will ever leave you. Still... I hope you're all well. I'm sorry, I've completely missed all of your names. I'm so sorry we failed to introduce ourselves. You know me, Core Two Hearts. We have Kyle, Guards the Low, Dimitri Howls in Memory, Roy Mindscape. You notice his eyes kind of narrow on Roy. Mindscape and Howls in Memory are both in the Infernal Alphas. I see. Guards the Low is part of my pack, Fomori's Bane. Ah, you're from Maury's Bane. I've heard of you. Have you? Yes. Corey's a little shocked. <laughs> you performed a raid on a wormish company beneath an airport. I've also heard tale that you had dealt with strange Fomori upon an oil rig and had seen a strange shifter of the shark people. Yes. There's even rumors that you went to Europe, which coincide with the rumors of something else, but though I will not whisper it here, not today. We'll leave any rumors of Europe for another day. But yes, the rig was when we were young. Younger. Only two years ago. Well, be well. I will be leaving once Helios crosses the horizon. I assume you'll all be moving on shortly, too, if you wish to reach... The moot, 
in time. Hopefully, yes. I will speak with you all later as he places his hand across his heart and gives a bow. Good travels. As he walks over, places his hand on Roy and goes and whispers gently into his ear, I suggest that you swim to the northern island, close to high noon. That is the time of respect for children of Helios. I'll give him a a nod. As he walks away. Meanwhile, at the Sacred Stone, after your whole ordeal and you've returned, you guys, after your hike, got back. It's the next day, obviously. What would you guys like to do on this day? Considering we're still investigating, we have a good lead. It's been three days, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's about or it's about fourth day now, so it's uh, September the 20th. After you guys get back, because you guys spent the night out on the burn scar just to because the hike would have been too long. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You return and you find that Eric Iron Shadow has returned to the Karen, a Shadow Lord, with news of his friendship that he had that the Haken have extended their friendship to him and potentially by extension the sept of the sacred stone. Oh, this is glorious news. But wait, Shadow Lord. Hmm. That's that's the line, huh? Okay. Yeah, Um. yeah. Hmm. That's certainly good news. Nice to know that there's other Garu trying to work for this. I guess as indirectly as it is. The only thing I can think of is that we talk to the rights master here and then be on our way. I feel like I lack something on ancestor spirits, and maybe I'm wrong, but maybe we can get a little bit more. Keegan, I have I have three occult, and this is kind of the question that Zeb's wrestling with, and we talked, Adam and I were talking it over chat. It's, 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 as far as we could, as far as we know, ancestor spirits appear in the Umbra like other spirits of Gaia. They don't appear kind of coming from the underworld like this, and that makes it different. And and so and that's that and that's and that's why you know Zeb is is sticking to his guns on this. It isn't what we think it is. Um, aside, well, that's right. There's there's some there's some heat here. So we, we if if we want to ask more, we probably need to get the heck out of here anyway. Uh, De- definitely. Yep. Probably, if anything, what we can do is because it's it's only it's day three. We're we're kind of ahead of a schedule right now. If we want to if we want to avoid the heat, we can go ahead of schedule a little bit and start making our way. Unified hearts. The unified heart. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, you guys are at unified heart right now, right? They're at five no, mirrors no. right now. Oh, okay. So we have one more day to meet them there before they head to unified heart. Okay. Which would be a jump back to this Karen and then a jump to unified heart. Okay, so maybe we can still meet them there. Maybe we need to start making our way, but kind of kind of put a little lag to it and maybe see if we can try to summon or try to encounter an ancestral spirit to see if maybe we can garner some answers. Uh, that's true. You could ask another ancestor. All right. First, Keegan, I'm going to roll for Visions of Duat and extend okay. a uh, quintessence or gnosis to make sure that uh, old boy isn't here right now. All right. Old boy is not here right now. Okay. But you guys hear something just over the horizon. The Karen seems to be in a bit of an uproar. Hmm. Do you think we should investigate that first? I, I reckon it is uh, definitely worth investigating. I say we should stick to the sidelines, maybe see if we even need to be involved. Very well. As you guys go, you see Eric Iron Shadow 
almost fuming as he's making grand gestures as you hear him going, Regender has offered you false promises. He has lied by his, for his intentions. He had approached Fate Dancer the previous night with the ch formation of an Elder Council. But he is doing this to support your will! He is doing this so that he can place this puppet upon the council with him. So that this Silver Fang will vote in Child of Gaia interests to solidify his power and remove power from all of you as you see the Utena kind of growling and you see the look of absolute betrayal on Fate Dancer's face. As Eric Iron Shadow shifts into his full Krinos form, he looks at Regender as Regender growls and shifts into his full Krinos form, and Iron Shadow goes, Regender Final Days, I challenge you for the light to lead. And Regender echoes back, I accept. I will take you in your combat, Shadow Lord, for that is how I know you wish to take this, Karen. Bloodied and violent, and I will show you that I am no coward, and that I can take you! As the Garu begin to form a circle, and even Claws steps forward and goes, The challenge has been thrown. Final Days has chosen combat, and so it shall be. The first to surrender, and he looks at Regender, there's a gleam in even Claw's eye, or death, will determine who is the elder of this Karen. The form shall be Krinos. All gifts are equally usable. Fetishes are barred. The use of fetish will remove your honor, and the, the outcome of the challenge void. Even if you kill your opponent, the Sept will come together and tear the victor apart. For we will not have one so deceptive lead us. As he looks over, he looks at Regender up and down. Fight. As the two start going at it, Regender and Iron Shadow going back and forth, clawing blood everywhere, ripping and sh shredding. Iron Shadow kicking Regender to the ground and his claws raking in and ripping out Regender's right eye and cracking the cheekbone as the great Garu yells in pain, blood welling in the socket. As Iron Shadow starts slamming his foot down on Regender's chest as he screams out, Yield! I want them to see you yield! Before Regender finally throws himself up and catches Iron Shadow by the throat, he clenches down and slams the Shadow Lord to the ground, kicking his legs back and forth as Iron Shadow's guts spill and regenerate back into his body three or four times as you hear the muffled voice of Regender go, You know, rip your throat out. As his fangs dig deeper, blood wells in the throat of Iron Shadow. An Iron Shadow yields. Regender remains the Karen Elder. One eye less. Oh. I'm gonna look at Zeb and go, I'm kind of glad we stayed and watched. <laughs> yeah. This, I think this is what it wants. I think we need to leave now. Absolutely, we do. Something is pushing the wheels faster. 
Something's pushing the wheels faster because of us. It knows. We need to get to the rest of the packs. We do. Let's see if we can run into an ancestral spirit. We might have to hasten the pace, though. Indeed. Uh, shoes. Do you have a place in mind? The only place I could think of is five mirrors where I encountered my ancestral spirit. Not my ancestral spirit, just the one that I bear a mark from in the Umbra. You'll see when we... I'll show you when we're in the Umbra. Maybe I'm, I can summon him. I don't know. I know we need to get out of here, though. We need to start heading towards the packs. We do. I say we make our way outside the cairn in the physical and we find some sort of lake or something. Agreed. Do you know any strider tricks to cover our tracks? I know of a trick to get us moving. At least a few days down the path that might reveal something to us. Let's save that for when we're further on. I say we just start going now. Very well. The closest lake is about four miles away through the mountains. Well, lupus form it is. Wait a minute, hold on. Keegan, the, it, it, you said the, the equinox starts in two days? Uh, it's the 20th, so it would be three days. In three days. So you could make it for Grand Junction. You could try and make the run for Grand Junction. Or you could try and, you know, spend a lot of money on a Uber. Or you could wait a single day because the rest of the pack will be back the next day in this Karen to go to the Unified Heart. And you could talk to them then rather than trying to meet them at the Unified Heart. I was going to make the run for the moot with Messenger's Fortitude. I can spend an extra uh, Gnosis to take Mark with me. Okay. Mark, we can we can make a run for the moot now to meet with the Silent Strider brethren to find out more as we're close to missing day five when that pack could return here. Do you want to go for it now or do you want to stay here and wait for them? I don't think we have enough information. Let's go find a spot to speak to you and your ancestor spirits away from here. We're going to perform everything we want to do away from here and away from eyes because something is happening. And we might just come back in time to meet everybody. Staying away from here might be the best thing we can do. Right now, definitely it is. We witnessed a paradigm shift. You want to make a cult rose real quick on this and what kind of what we heard to see what we might want to piece together next here? Uh, sure. What are you trying to suss out? So I mean, we we know at least part of this, and our and our 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 uh, I'll say this, including Adam and Adam chime in. So so we're guessing here that this this manifestation that that our death spirit, like our friendly death spirit, saw is manipulating what's taking place here now. At least that's what we're that's what we're assuming is happening, and we're still going along with the fact that this is not an ancestor spirit, but but something else that is that okay. is doing this, right, Adam? Yes, like okay. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We're not sold up. We're not buying the ancestor thing yet. We, right, wrong, or indifferent. We're still riding with the fact that this. But we think here is something. Okay. Dead. Yeah. Give me an intelligence occult roll. Difficulty ten minus your enigmas. I, I too will uh, spend a willpower to get an automatic success. Zeb and Mark, you both put together that you don't think Iron Shadow was driven by what the spirit was talking about. You think his declaration was because of a political motive is what you're putting together, simply because it would mean that there'd be a silver fang on a tribal council for one of the most ambitious Karen Unity projects in the United States and not a Shadow Lord. Though you suspect... It might have something to do with the spirit possessing Howling King for pushing this. Mark, you get the sense that the hand of 
the spirit that the spirit spoke of is different. It's not directly trying to manipulate this sort of conflict, but that it seems that based on its association with death and the lands of Duat, that it may take advantage of this situation, whatever it is. Certainly, if this isn't the direct hand of those from Duat, then this most certainly can be a situation that they can take advantage of. We need to make haste. Agreed. I unfortunately don't have money for a drive. <laughs> Wait on our friends. Wait on our friends, see if we could get a hold of my ancestral spirit and present him with the information we have. And Let's do that here now. And that way maybe we'll have something for when they arrive. So yeah, we will go to a private spot to try to, to commune with his ancestor spirit. All right. You'll be able to make the roll. Uh, Mark, it is difficulty eight because it is not of your tribe. Okay. Actually, diff- I'm sorry, difficulty nine because you're a Hamid and not of its tribe. Yeah, because it was a red talent ancestral spirit. Yeah. Ooh. Is there is there any way I could be like, I can take my time? like you, every, you can spend an hour to reduce the difficulty by one because we're basically waiting now for them time is not really time is kind of on there in there we kind of like put the ball in their court on that yeah <laughs> i don't want to make it too like being unfamiliar with the ancestor spirit itself i'm pretty much trying to like justify doing like four hours pretty much of doing this kind of the same deal i did with zeb want to do this right don't want to screw anything up I don't want any sort of anonymity that could arise from a botched ritual that could perhaps skew information from the spirit. All right, you can do that. You can think of only one thing that would appease a Red Talon ancestor spirit. And that's kill a human. Yep. Wait, Zeb doesn't realize this is a Red Talon spirit. He does not. (laughs) He does not. In our stridings and going alongs into the private, I'll kind of get a bit of a serious face and turn the Zeb, and I'll say, and I'll give him the warning, pretty much, and I'll say, be warned, brother, this is a spiteful spirit that we are trying to contact. He is of the Red Talon. Why would we not commune with an ancestor of your tribe? I feel I was marked for a reason by him. And I feel perhaps maybe in the Umbra we can have a better time summoning him. But the only thing I could think of right now that could appease him or possibly even get his attention is if we slayed a human. Not quite down for that, friend. Although plenty among us are all about killing them in cannibalism. I I don't think so. I think that's going to be a, a hard no for me. Maybe we'll just continue some contemplation on this and wait for our friends to get back. Murdering Murdering and feasting feasting sounds sounds like an interesting experience. experience. Possibly, yes. Let us try summoning an ancestral spirit from children of Gaia. Heck, possibly from even your own. There's closeness to the fatality at the end of man. But this would be a death where the spirits would not be nourished. There will be a time for death. For it is inevitable, as you have revealed to me, Kin. There could be another from Owl, and those are of the Twice-Born that we could could commune with too, but again, I already have one passenger. I don't know if I need another. Mm, Well, we got cargo space in me. Mm, Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. 
Hopefully not, but whatever is necessary. And Mark will reach towards his chest. That's too much of a trump card right there. I think I'll have more questions about it once we solve the current crisis. <laughs> Definitely. Well, come, let's commune then. Perhaps maybe the ancestors will just bless us with their presence. Maybe so. And then pretty much while we're making our trip to the private then, Mark's going to try to gather as as many ingredients, as many things as he feel as he feels and thinks he needs to basically try to summon an ancestral spirit. Like I said, the spiritual experimentation begins. All right. To summon one of your own ancestor spirits, you have to start you start grabbing certain things. You find some hallucinogens which will aid you in the endeavor if you're going to spend some time extra time on this kind of meditation. You will also require to start repeating mantras of the children of Gaia in your mind. Bring yourself closer to the tribe as a whole. Okay. How long would you like to try and spend meditating on this? Might as well take the full dose, I guess, with the hallucinogens. Pretty much four hours. Let's let's go for yeah, let's go for the lowest possible difficulty I can. Alright, four hours. What you end up doing is you take the drugs and the hallucinogens, you boil it into a tea and start to drink from it, as you hand it to Zeb and drink as well. As you begin to feel it course through you, you both start creating, you create kind of a flower garden of the flowers and place them, trying to create beautiful arrangements and craft and work and create art, carving twigs and sticks into the forms of the totem of unicorn as you start repeating mantras of peace upon, in your mind, mantras of the goodness of man and the kindness that the Garu must give you keep remembering that all are of Gaia. All are of Gaia. All are of Gaia. Can I get your wits, rituals, difficulty five, please? As you finish the chance, the flowers swirl up in a beautiful dance of petals as a spirit appears. She smiles gently at both of you. I am Mira. Sings with harmony. Oh, wondrous Mira sings with harmony. I am Mark Guides the Fallen. I am Zeb Speaks with Sweet Whispers. It is a pleasure to meet you both as she sits down. What have you come to ask me, my tribe mate? Well, may I address you as Mira? If that is what you would prefer. Well, Mira, my friend and I come to you and summon you with questions. We have garnished information from a spirit about those of Duat. I'm not sure what Duat means. Perhaps my friend can explain it better than I. There is one here of Gaia who in death has not returned to Gaia. They remain here, we think. Part of our thoughts believe that perhaps it is an ancestor spirit that visits our cairn, but no one can look upon it. No one sees them until friend Owl revealed their presence to me. And we are now confused as to what this would be and if the other ancestor spirits would be here to manipulate people within our cairn now. Oh, I'm sorry, but I do not know much about the Dark Umbra, the land of the Second Veil. Though 
My spirit has moved on from my body. Part of it has already re-entered the great wheel of Gaia. This imprint of myself is here for wisdom and guidance. But I have heard once, back in the days of Mesopotamia, when one of the bone nars ceased to be part of the wheel and fell into the lands of the dark Umbra, reborn in his idealized state, or what he viewed his true self as, which was a wretched Krinos with mange, for he was treated poorly all his life. Yet, he had many tasks ahead of him. He wanders that land still, I think, lest he was finally called to the worm and brought to total destruction. Is this a request made before Gaia, or instead just a decision? It's neither. It is how attached one is to this world. The will of the spirit anchors itself here. As we ancestor spirits are bound to the ideals of our tribe, and thus our spirits are anchored in the homelands, so that we may come, as she smiles to Mark, to provide wisdom. I believe what, what I have seen, what has been revealed, for it is not with my own eye, is of what you mention, the perfect idealization of what the, the perfect wolf might be. Size and power and beauty is what I saw, and it's very prince upon the ground. You say that the ancestral spirits are anchored here. The instance and happenstance that we speak of, that we witnessed, what if and I'll turn to Zeb. What if he somehow got Howling King to be his anchor? And can be that which pulls you to this physical world from re-entering the wheel? Possibly. And spirits are connected to the physical reflection of it. So perhaps maybe there's an item in Howling King's possession that is causing this anchorage. What if Howling King has something of Faces the Storm that is keeping him here. But this is planned. What if what if the plan all along was for Howling King to have two spirits? I, I don't know. Mark will put his hands on his head and kind of rub it a bit. You've revealed much to us, Sings in Harmony. I am thankful as I would never encounter an ancestor of my own. We will have much to consider and continue to pursue. This wisdom was enlightening. I am honored to speak with you and be enlightened in this way. Mark, can you think of anything else we might have answered as it seems we only gather more questions? Certainly so. But still, we, we gather answers. And it's just to be expected to gather questions along with that. When you, when you gather your fruit, you also gain the seed. But thank you, Reverend Spirit. A... I didn't know if this would actually work. I kind of, uh, I won't lie, I kind of went off the cuff on this ritual here. Continue to build the relationship with us, and soon you will be able to draw upon our experience. And she blows away. Meanwhile, Roy, you paddle out to that one island, strikes with silence, had uh, told you about. Okay. It's a small island, but densely packed with trees. As you start to hear ravens all around you. Korax, I come I come to ask for forgiveness and to see what I can do to repay the debt that I have garnered.
for asking a favor. One of the ravens land before you. It shifts up quickly into this strange, hybrid, monstrous bird creature of about six feet tall before shifting back into a human form. The murderer wishes to make a deal. No deal. Just wanting to atone for the favor I had already asked. I can think of something to atone for, if you were willing. The year is almost up. When the Garu New Year starts around the spring equinox... You will be upon our beck and call when one of ours are in danger of the worm. You must throw yourself headlong into saving it. You must do this for one year. I don't see that being an issue. Good. Will you stay in one place so we may find you? We'll find you anyway. Word gets around. I cannot guarantee, I cannot promise that I can stay in one place for a whole year. No, just a simple base of operations, where we'll know at least a general idea of how to find you. For the time being, I am staying at one place, but I don't know how for how long. Then make it longer than you expected. I will protect your kin. Oh, this that isn't I about can promise. kin anymore, no. The kin was a grave insult, but now that we have your attention, we're going to use you to your full utility. We are not warriors. Even the, even the least warrior of your auspices, the most peaceful of them, are greater warriors than the Korax. And things come for us and try and hollow us out. Or at least try and hollow out the next generation of us. I wish to stop that. And I want to use you for that. I will tell you no more, for Korak's secrets are Korak's secrets. But, if you do this well, then I will share Carrion with you again. And my kin may even learn to forgive the slight you have done. All of the Koraks might even thank you if you take this deal. There is no negotiating here, Wolf. You have done violence to us, and we demand a heavy toll. I see. I have no other choice but to accept, so I will. Wonderful. While we're at it, just thought I'd let you know that the Gaian King has been successful in one of his raids again. Just heard of it. Well, that is good news, no? It is. I did not wish to speak of it, but the mother has gifted me with a loose tongue. And I can't seem to keep any secrets for the most part. The only thing I keep close to my heart is how the Korax are made. But, anyway, know that the seventh generation will no longer plague New York. Your king has done well with his pack, and the Silver Crown was quite an amazing find. And was it you or the, the king that found the, the crown? Oh, the king found it. He used it to defeat... Lord Arcady Iceclaw, who had fallen to the worm, and you nearly had a spiral on the throne. Though Albrecht spared him. And how did he vanquish his brother with the crown? Did he wear it, or did he... He placed the crown upon his brow, and then Albrecht commanded him to kneel, and then gave away the great power of the crown as proof. Or so how I've heard it. 
So if it's how you heard it, where can I hear it from someone else? Well, I would listen. I'd go to the East Coast. That's where most of the House of Worm foe reside and where most of their, well, most of their legends spring from. Uh, any particular Karen? Oh, the Sept of the Green is one that Albrecht has been known to frequent quite often. If I am to have my base of operations, as you so stated, at the Sept of the Sacred Stone, am I to stay there, or can I travel for a couple days at a time? Oh, Oh, you can travel. We just have to know of your general base of operations so we can find you. Find you quickly. So if I were to move, should I contact you then? That would be preferable, yes. Yeah, speak to a raven spirit. They know how to talk. Or leave something shiny with your location written on it. Hmm. That would be nice. Shiny things. I did hear about that. Look, I'm not expecting you to hold your life for us. You are a wolf. Your job is smashy, smashy, smashy. Fight the worm. Wherever it breeds, wherever it dwells. We get that. But... When we find where it breeds, when we find where it dwells, well, you're on a little leashy-leashy for us. Or, well, you're going to be covered in shit for a long time. I will be your weapon then. Good boy. But I will have you know that I am not the fighter you think I am. Oh, I'm sure you can drag along some kind of thick-headed warrior type you don't even have to tell them what's going on just that you got some information from a spirit you can be honest with them if you want though i'd hope you keep it a little bit mums the word for us if i'm going to work with you i will adopt these and with that i will keep my lips tight very well we'll see you april 7th then where at well i assume that the sept of the sacred stone but if you moved along and you were kind enough to, you know, brighten your ass, we'll figure it out. That's just when the clock runs. The clock starts, you understand? I, I understand. Good. April 7th, all the way to March 27th, 2021, you are ours. And we'll just tell you to sick em, boy. As he shifts back into a raven and flutters off. With that, I will turn around and paddle back to the land. And you guys return to the Karen proper on September 21st. You notice Zeb and Mark waiting for you, as well as the gatekeeper giving you a really nasty look. Can we help you? No, I think you've done enough. Welcome home. Coral roll her eyes like, fuck is this bitch on about? <laughs> and walk away. Two hearts. I'll go over and hug him. A little bit of the ash still on my clothes gets on you. Zeb will go and greet Roy and Dimitri. Hey, Zeb. Welcome back. Good to see you both. Some things have happened since you've been gone. Some very... I have- impactful things actually kyle you might want to talk to regender i certainly can um let us let zeb and i fill you in before you go 
Yes, Iron thank Shadow you. issued a challenge for leadership of the Cairn about the council, apparently, and the possibility mm. of putting a Silver Fang on it, which led to a direct challenge of combat, which Regender won. Well, he won, but this is likely problematic. To put it mildly, Mark can probably speak more as to what this might mean for your, your work. What I saw and was able to mull around was that Iron Shadow was probably probably insulted that a Shadow Lord wasn't going to lead the council that we're striving for here. And like Sepp said, he outright challenged Regender in front of the whole Cairn, or Sept rather. And what I fear is that whatever we're searching for is going to take advantage of this now. These are tended grounds. This is fertile ground now for political motive. Did he say anything in particular when he issued this challenge, or is this fully conjecture? He declared these things out loud about being deceived by final days and what the actual intent was and just the possibility of, of the Silver Fangs here leading and saying that even if final days won, others would still stand against him. They chose yielding over death, although I don't know if that was necessarily intentional, but it ended up that way versus the outright death of Iron Shadow. So, to say that he misled or lied to them, I don't believe he ever promised the Shadow Lord that he would be on the council instead of a Silver Fang. Well, certainly there could possibly be room for a Shadow Lord on the council. I think the besmirching of pride came from that it wasn't a Shadow Lord leading the council. And this leads back to deception of the Uctena also. Uh, again, these are things that you've been much more privy to than probably any of us. And the, and the answers that we sought of this thing that we are searching for, we garnished answers, but just many more questions arose. There is a spirit tied here. There is possibly something causing it to be tied to Howling King. But how and why and who to cause such a thing, we don't know just more questions arise the mind becomes more hazy I want to bring what we've learned to the mood of my tribe when they meet here in a few days time should two hearts and yourself well if two hearts decides and you believe it is in the best nature of this cairn to do so I think we should go but I don't think we should stay around here much longer either and I truly mean it guards I think he would really like to see you right now final days yeah Yes, I'm sure he would, but I'll speak with Fate Dancer first. But as for the tribal moot, a Strider that we spoke to at Five Mirrors also had some advice that led us there. Very well, then. I'm glad it will take us there. Well, I wish for better circumstances. Otherwise, we can speak of everything else we've learned elsewhere. Yes. Around fewer people. Zeb and I have been doing a lot of wandering around for the past few days. I think we could find a pretty private spot. And so, Kyle, you're trying to find Fate Dancer, who is surrounded by several lieutenants. She's chatting with them. Uh, does it look important, or is it straight just chatting? 
you can't tell. They, they they seem to have hushed voices as they turn, and you don't even need to make an empathy roll. You feel the scorching scorn of their eyes. Uh, well, Kyle will look hurt, because he is hurt, and he won't try to hide that. As Fate Dancer speaks up, her voice seems to quiver a bit, but does feel a bit icy. Guards the low, welcome back. Thank you, Fate Dancer. Did you happen to have a moment to speak? I can find one, I suppose. If you have something to say, speak it. This is a Karen without secrets, is it not? So it is supposed to be. What was said when the challenge was issued? Iron Howell spoke of how, well, I should go back. Regenda the day before Iron Shadow returned gave me the offer of forming a tribal council, finally, with myself even Claws, himself, Silent Claws, and Howling King, which would make sense. Howling King has been a friend to both of us, so I thought that it was a good way to balance things, and I thought you finally had gotten through to him. And then Iron Shadow talked about how Iron Howling King was well within Final Days' camp. Howling King would be a lapdog of the Children of Gaia to throw us a bone, and try and remove members of our people from sept positions. Because yes, two of us became elders, but that left open the master of challenges and the master of rights, which Regender would have used his majority to fill up. Or so Iron Shadow said, and I thought deeply about how Howling King seemed different than normal, and how he was being more, as you hear, kind of growls from the other Uptena, political. And I know you spoke to him, both Howling King and Final Days, before this revelation. So, did you know of this plan? I wouldn't call it a plan. While I was speaking to Final Days, Howling King brought it upon himself out of character, to offer himself to the children of Gaia. I have been gone because I don't believe that Howling King is well. And the advice that I gave to Final Days before I left was that he could not be placed in that position the way he is now. As she takes a deep breath, she shakes a bit as her body unconsciously shifts to Glabro as her voice becomes a bit deeper and goes, then, tell me this, Wormcomer, why did you not seek to tell me? Why did you hide this secret? I, who stood up for you in front of my tribe, saying that you were one who would fight for us, that you kept these secrets from us, to be the lapdog of one who claims unity but only brings conquest! I thought that we were friends. I have failed. And I am so sorry. I will tell you everything I have learned now, if you are willing to hear it. Speak, Wormcomer, and I will judge whether your words were worth listening to. Twice when I have spoken with Howling King, his eyes have changed color to that of Faces the Storm. When they do, his mannerisms change, his words change, his interests change. We looked into the Umbra and found nothing, but our silent strider looked into the dark Umbra and found the paw prints of a perfect wolf. 
entering the cairn. We left to find a way to stop what is likely some spirit of Faces the Storm to stop his influence on Howling King. Your honesty now does not erase the secrets of the past, but I thank you for the information. There are things I can ask spirits. Give me 10 days and perhaps I'll be able to help you correct your mistake. Thank you, Fate Dancer. Continue your own investigation. We can cross compare notes, but I do have an idea. If that's all, please leave me to my anger and my grief. Of course. And Kyle will turn and walk away. After a head bow. You guys see Kyle return and he seems shaken. What happened? Are you okay? I'll be fine. Fate Dancer is understandably furious. I've let them know everything that we're working on. And should Final Days be angry about it, and I believe he will be, that will fall on my shoulders. It will fall on our shoulders, and that's fine. In victory or defeat, we're still a pack, Kyle. Thank you. You're right, but she is furious. However, she will begin looking into things on her end. She said she needs ten days and that we should continue our investigation on our own. That's generous of her. Well, Alan King is her friend. Fair enough. Well, I, I do have to go talk to Final Days. You approach Final Days as you notice the missing eye and the massive scar across the side of his face. How are you feeling? Worn, but okay. The Shadow Lord packed quite a punch, but was able to make sure that this Karen stayed safe. Safe? Safe for now, safe from his control. You look troubled. What did you find on your investigation? Please have a seat. You look wearier than me, and you have both your eyes. Personally, we found very little. We have yet to speak with Zeb and Mark, but we'll know more with them. We will be attending the Silent Strider moot. Um, There we should learn quite a bit more. That makes sense. The tribe is associated with death, and they know quite a few rituals and rites on how to deal with death, or at least to interact with it on the side of specters and wraiths and ghosts. The Uctena, and perhaps the entire sept, is more divided than I have ever seen. Yes. Damn that iron shadow. What he said. How did he come by that knowledge? I thought you were going to be able to complete your mission with Howling King quickly, and so I made the offer to Teresa. Even if he was the specter of Carson, I knew that that, those decisions would be drowned out by Howling King, as it would be a sea of decisions, and Carson's plot would only be a few drops. But how did he know what Carson Howling King had told you? Had told us, I suppose. My guess is he just guessed. I thought he was going to... I'm sure he was using that as a rhetorical device, and it just happened to be true with Carson in Howling King's mind, if that is in fact the case, and that Howling King is not just simply more politically savvy than we thought, or that he found ambition for leadership. See, the answer I had come to was different. What is the answer you came to? 
Well, for Howling King to have leaked it himself. You think so? What what purpose would Carson have to put Howling King and not himself onto the council? What what does he gain from doing something like that? Where there are two children of Gaia, two Uktena, and one Silverfang of lesser rank than Carson. Surely he knew that Howling King would have a better chance, I suppose, than him, who may have been equal with the Shadow Lord. But there there had to have been something he could have actually gotten from it. And the only thing that comes to mind is the Uktena completely breaking from you. Regender starts to scrunch his face. He seems to be contemplating. And then we would have to rely on him or possibly Silverfang allies more. Yes. All while, and even if that hadn't happened, all it would take was him lying in that initial conversation. For one, why would Howling King himself align himself only with you when he's been friends with Fate Dancer for just as long? And with Carson thrown in there, there's no reason for him to to follow that initial promise once, especially a promise made behind closed doors, once he was already on the Elder Council. But now we come to where I admit to you that I spoke to Fate Dancer about this. You After what? I arrived. This would have gone away. She would have learned, she would have accepted the Council, if only because it would have strengthened some of her positions. At least she could have pushed them, spoken of them, made her peace with them, and we could have seen how the Sept reacted. You've thwarted that. No. She never would have forgotten this. Perhaps she would have gone with the Council, but she never would have trusted you again. You're wrong. We were a pack once. She would have remembered those bonds. I have never seen her so angry. I have never seen any of them so angry. I see. Then I will rethink my position on this. I am sorry that I broke your trust. I know. Kyle, could you please erase your dots and mentor? Ah. Doing the right thing sucks sometimes, man. Good luck on solving this, Kyle. I know you and your pack have done great things, and I'm sure they will continue to do great things. Thank you, Regender. And I hope that you can continue to do great things for this cairn. Thank you. Kyle, as you're walking back, you hear a voice in your head. You have stood and shown your mettle. Uh, he will just stop. Does it? Do I recognize the voice? You don't. It's a deep voice. It's got a strange accent that you can't quite put together. It's in the Garu tongue, with an odd accent and some of the words feeling not quite what they map to in your mind. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll, I will think these things <laughs> to make that clear. You have my support, Kyle. Guards the low, for you are much like me when I walked the lands of Gaia. May I ask your name? My name is Enkidu, the Chain Shatterer. It is a pleasure to meet you, Enkidu, the Chain Shatterer. I have not seen a battle that fierce since I won against Gilgamesh. I just wish he had listened to me earlier. We could have prevented a lot of strife. I believe the same thing with Gilgamesh when we battled the worm beast Mbaba. But you have unlocked a part of yourself, a true part of yourself, that will allow you to connect more fully with us. I have come to say, Kyle guards the low, 
that you have the potential to be a legend. And the spirit passes into you and gain one dot in ancestors. Oh shit, okay, sick. So your ancestors have increased to two. You have a stronger connection to them. I hope, I hope to, live, to up live up to your expectations. Live up to your own. That is why you would fail earlier. You try to live up to the expectations of another while supplanting your own. Very well then, my own. And we will see how the rest of this goes next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.